This is Chris Benincasa for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Since 1958, Christmas in Carol and Song has been an annual tradition at Rutgers University's historic Kirkpatrick Chapel in New Brunswick. Patrick Gardner, distinguished professor of music and director of choral activities at the Mason Gross School of the Arts, has led the Rutgers Kirkpatrick Choir, also known as KC, and the Rutgers University Glee Club for over 25 years. With the help of both choirs recording from home throughout the country, visual artists Camilla Tassi and Stephanie Tubiolo, and a Mason Gross student quarantine pod known as the Handy Street 8, Gardner has produced a dynamic virtual concert experience that will debut on the Mason Gross School of the Arts Facebook and YouTube pages this Saturday at 7.30 p.m. We recently spoke to Patrick Gardner and three of his students about reimagining and reinventing this holiday tradition for 2020. Okay, there's five of us here on the Zoom call. I'm going to ask each of you to introduce yourself and explain how you fit into this production. Thanks, Chris. It's a pleasure to be here today, and I we really appreciate the uh, invitation to be on your podcast. I'm Patrick Gardner. Uh, I'm the director of choral activities at Rutgers University, so I'm in charge of all four choirs, but I conduct two of them. Two of them are my classes, the Rutgers University uh, Kirkpatrick Choir and the Rutgers University Glee Club. Um, so we have other uh, people on the podcast today from those two groups. I'm their teacher, the professor. I pick the music, and in a normal year, I would be conducting them in uh, in Schindel Auditorium or in uh, the at McKinney Hall at Rutgers. And these fabulous students would be working with me uh, twice a week, uh, each the, in either a Kirkpatrick Choir rehearsal twice a week or the Glee Club rehearsal twice a week. I've been lucky enough to tour throughout the world with. Uh, each of the people on the Zoom screen that I see today um, and to work with them regularly in rehearsals and we're uh, very excited uh, to, to be performing for everyone soon in our virtual Christmas and Carol and Song. So my name is Ryan Leibowitz. Uh, thank you for having me by the way. Um, it's pretty exciting and uh, I'm a senior this year. Uh, I'm also the president of the Rutgers University Glee Club. Um, I've, I've Traveled the world with this group. Uh, I've sang many a concerts with them, and and I'm excited to have this um, to be able to continue the, the tradition of putting on this Christmas concert. Uh, it's always a, a lovely time, and having the family come out and support and and filling those seats is always lovely. And I'm I'm excited to talk about it. I'm Michael Lazaro. I'm a third year student at Rutgers in Mason Gross. Um, I'm studying music education with the hopes to be a teacher in general music or choral music um, in the future. Um, and I'm a member of both the Kirkpatrick Choir and Glee Club and have also done many a concert <laughs> with uh, both groups. And I'm excited to uh, talk about how we can continue the Christmas concert tradition this year. Hi, I'm Grace, like everyone. So excited to be part of this. Um, I'm a junior music ed major, uh, like Michael is, uh, looking for a general choral music kind of career. Um, I've been in many concerts, uh, you know, our, our trip to Germany um, was probably one of the highlights um, with the Kirkpatrick Choir. And 
of course, the Christmas concert is something that we look forward to every year. A lot of work goes into it. And this year is no different. Lots of work going into it. Um, a little different because we're all in different places, but uh, we're looking forward to sharing it with everyone still. So, Ryan, how did this program come together? How are you and your fellow students able to keep this tradition going in this very crazy year? The idea of doing a virtual concert uh, was something that was just not thought of when um, you know we were all sent home for the for COVID. And um, at the end of last semester, we wanted to figure out a way for us to continue to sing as a choir, but of course, we wouldn't be able to be together. Um, and we were all we knew that um, it was possible to record videos and mash them up together and make like cool quartets and you know we see our friends doing that but then but then we thought could we do it with a group of 80 people is that can uh, that would be something really cool and not not everyone's done that yet um, so we were we were one of the first movers I guess we can call it to uh, to start that. So um, we put together a virtual version of our alma mater, uh, and that was that was really exciting. And it it, uh, it it inspired us to have new ideas about how we wanted this semester to go. And we wanted to have a Christmas series, and now we knew that it was possible to have a, a virtual concert. So it's really exciting exciting that. Uh, we could still sing together, even though it's not in person. Yeah, and I, I was curious to hear about um, the pod. You, I, you guys are part of a pod. Uh, is it? And did I read that it's called the Handy Street Eight? I think that's what the dean's office has been calling it. I had to go through all kinds of, uh, as you can imagine, it's very important that we do this. All kinds of uh, um, permissions processes to get everybody there. But um, I actually. I can tell you a little bit about what happened here when I was deciding how the concert would go together. I didn't want it to just be a series of choir videos with the Brady Bunch pictures all around, right? Um, those are an important part of it. You know, we want to see the performers and that's the way we can do that. Um, but I thought, how can we make an entire concert and bring people into the concert hall. Michael and Grace live with six other students. Ryan's not part of it, but these two are part of our Handy Street group. I, I realized, because I've been talking to them in my class, instead of each of them appearing in one video during Kirkpatrick Choir, the eight of them are on their living room couch with their devices, participating in class all in one place. And I, I talked to them about it and realized they were all living together and being very safe in their interaction outside of the house um, so that, uh, that they could all interact to, with each other without masks. And I got permission for them to come into the chapel uh, and to make the videos. So Grace and Michael um, and their colleagues that live at, in the Handy Street house, there are, there are eight of you, right? There are 12 of us total, eight of us who appeared in the video. Right. Okay. So, um, and the dean's office was involved through the whole process while I got the permission for them to do that. And the dean's office started calling them the Handy Street Eight. All of us have been or are currently in either Glee Club or Kirkpatrick Choir. We have a couple members in the house who have graduated, um, so they're no longer in the choir, but everyone here has sung in one group or the other. And so there are eight current members. Um, so we came to the chapel to sing and it, we've been really lucky with 
the people who we live with, we're all very careful and we're taking, you know, precautions seriously because we're a pretty big group, <laughs> which is, you know, already a little um, scary in the beginning, but we've really been so lucky to live with other musicians because a lot of musicians, particularly singers in this quarantine, have been lacking, you know, what they what they do. And so it before, you know, this idea of the pod going into the chapel came up, you know, some Friday nights, we would all just gather <laughs> in our living room and sing through, you know, old rep or something like that, just to cheer ourselves up. And then Dr. Gardner came to me um, with the idea of going into the chapel. And so just being in there seemed exciting because we certainly miss being on campus. Um, and the chapel is just so gorgeous. So being able to come in and decorate and then sing in the chapel was something that I think we all looked forward to and we had our fingers crossed during the whole process to get permission to be in there. I, I, I have to ask you, I mean, uh, being in a house full of uh, artists, um, musicians, singers, um, could, could you talk a little bit about, about what that's been like for you to, to just like be a pod, like, a, like this very artistic pod in the middle of the city? Yeah, it's funny. I just had to ask my roommate to stop practicing for this podcast because you can hear him through the wall. Um, so it's been a lot of that trying to figure out, you know, reserving certain rooms for lessons or, or you know, as Dr. Gardner said, all gathering in the living room for KC so that everyone logging on to Zoom wouldn't crash our Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't know, My Michael, maybe you can talk a little bit about that, too. Yeah, um, it's it's been very interesting and like we thought of it, I thought I think um, going into it this semester was going to be like, I thought of it as it's going to be like a lot of adjusting because there's 12 of us taking classes or not all 12 of us are taking classes, but um, all at once and a lot of us have to sing and um, but it actually has been quite like the opposite, like although we've had to adjust a little bit, it, I'm so fortunate that I get to live um, with these people during this time because it's nice like just seeing people and even like hearing like I'll hear Grace like singing in the basement and it's just nice to hear other people singing when over these past like how many months since the pandemic started we haven't even been able to sing with other people in person so um, yeah it's been a really really uh, nice opportunity to live with these people. What are we, the audience, going to be seeing and hearing in this virtual production of Christmas and Carol and Song? Uh, luckily for me, this year, uh, Stephanie Tubiolo, one of my doctoral students, she's a first-year doctoral student, and I accepted her because she's a brilliant conductor and teacher. I didn't know she's also an amazing video artist and makes has had already been making these for a program she runs up at Yale. Um, and so she and I talked about it and I looked at some of her videos and she introduced me to a colleague of hers who's a professional video producer um, who does um, amazing work. Um, and the idea is that instead of just a string of videos, it it's, will follow the, the normal progression of one of our concerts. Normally it's in four different sections and it, it follows like a lessons and carols plan. So there's the advent section and the birth section and the shepherds and the carols section. Um, and then there's the very traditional ending pieces that I spoke about earlier, King David and Silent Night. Um, but the, the pod came and we got pictures of them entering the chapel, 
pretending like they're just audience members and we got pictures of um, of them decorating the chapel and we actually put up some of the decorations and filmed it in a way that it looked like it was all filmed and so the the eight videos themselves will appear with uh, stitched together as it were into a big concert that will bring you into the chapel um, so there's an opening scene that I won't give away you have to come watch it and then there's a little one and a half minute introduction where I welcome people at the end of the concert at a place where normally one of the ministers who reads the Christmas story gives a little talk President Holloway gives a season's greeting and then in between it are the videos that the students have uh, have done the audio for and each of those audios were made either by Stephanie Tubiolo or Camilla Tassi and they're both artistically beautiful and quite different because they each have a different style. The commonality between them is that there are four pieces by the Glee Club and four pieces by Kirkpatrick Choir that they have recorded like Grace recorded a really beautiful and difficult piece called The Lamb um, and she was in My Lord Has Come which just got finished yesterday audio yay. Um, Michael and Ryan were both in Essestein Rosensprungen uh, the Praetorius that we do uh, as a traditional part of the piece um, and they were in the, the two Glee Club performances of uh, Jesus, Jesus, Rest Your Head and Star in the South. You know, it's still just very interesting to be singing pieces that are composed to be sing, sung with other people um, alone in your room because it's a completely different experience. Like intonation wise, you're not hearing necessarily the other voices to tune to. Um, same thing with, you know, the vowels, all of that that we would normally blend to other people just singing alone in our room is really hard physically and, you know, emotionally. <laughs> all of us are dearly missing each other. Mm. Um, but hearing how it's come out, it's, you know, definitely been worth the work and, you know, is kind of the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, hearing everyone sing together, knowing that soon, hopefully next year, we'll be able to do something like that again. But you know, it's it's been an interesting experience. Anything else we need to know about Christmas and Carolyn's song before it debuts this Saturday? By far, the first and most important thing I want people to do is, is to just feel the same spirit that they have every year and to know that uh, Rutgers has one of the most amazing group of talented singers and committed singers. It was a lot of work on their part to record these at home and get them right. Um, and to do all the other parts of it. They're working on the PR, they're working on a production, they're working um, as part of the entire gestalt that is the Rutgers Choral Program and that will end up being Christmas and Carol and Song. As Ryan said, we, we want to keep the traditions going. If there's something that, that I feel stuck here in my office, I like my office, but I would really dearly rather be at Rutgers right now, um, but there's this sense of loss of community that I see everybody on the screen, but it's not the same as these students hanging out at uh, Mortenson Hall on the couches before class and mm -hmm. hugging each other after a great rehearsal. Um, and I want people to feel that. We want to bring them into the chapel, have them sit in their living room, but to feel that they're in the chapel while they have their eggnog and their cookies. And we want them to sing along. Michael and Grace and, and the eight students sing the two Christmas carols. Normally there'd be 500 people standing up in a thundering organ. It's a more intimate experience, but I think it will let you know that Ryan and Michael and Grace and the other 110 students who are singing in these concerts 
um, are gifted or talented and they're ready to share with you. Grace Gardner, Michael Lazaro, Ryan Leibowitz, and Patrick Gardner, thank you for doing the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. The Christmas in Carol and Song virtual concert is going live on the Mason Gross School of the Arts Facebook and YouTube pages this Saturday at 7.30 p.m. For more info on what's happening in the arts this holiday season in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Chris Benincasa. Thanks for listening, and happy holidays. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.